Welcome to another episode of the G-Man Show. I'm the G-Man, Ron Gerard, and you are cleared for passage on the mothership of social media. Today we bring out another of our classic interviews from our vault of treasures and present it on Curtain Call, our in-flight entertainment. Today we feature one of baseball's greatest hitters ever, Tony Gwynn, who takes us inside the science of hitting a baseball, and nobody did it better than Tony Gwynn. Let's go to some background information. Tony Gwynn played 20 seasons, all with the San Diego Padres, and he won eight batting titles. Count them, eight. That ties him with Pittsburgh Pirates Hall of Famer Honus Wagner for most titles in National League history. The 15-time All-Star, he displayed his excellence at the plate by hitting above 300 in 19 of his 20 seasons. Gwynn, whose best year average-wise was 1994, when he batted 394, also stood out on defense, winning five Gold Glove Awards. He also collected seven Silver Slugger Awards and finished his career with 3,141 hits and a batting average of 338, with 1,138 RBI and 135 home runs. His number 19 jersey was retired by the Padres, and he was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame on the first ballot in 2007. This interview was conducted in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in 1991. All right, Tony, uh, you're always uh, the consummate hitter, but it seems uh, in, in the last couple of weeks or the, well, the, the whole season so far, you have been in a groove, I mean, even beyond... Uh, what is the norm for you? Uh, what happens to a to a player? You have the talent. Where everyone knows when you think hitting, you think Tony Gwynn. But when you're, it looks like you're seeing everything. Yeah, that's basically uh, basically it. When you when you get into a a groove or whatever whatever you like to call it, uh, it's it's almost like things are happening a little bit slower than for norm for the rest of the guys. I mean, as soon as the ball comes out of his hand, I'm picking up the ball and picking up what it's doing, um, realizing what I have to do to put my bat on it. And most importantly, they're finding holes. You know what I mean? I'm not, I, I don't feel like I've changed anything or, or prepared any different differently than I have in the past. It's just this year they're just finding holes. I mean, you know, I hit a ball hard and, and there's a hole. I hit a ball soft, there's a hole. I bloop one, nobody's there. Um, I've had runners going and just happened to hit the right hole. And, you know, it's it's like riding a wave, I call it. You're, you're riding a wave, and you don't know why or how long this wave's going to last, but you just ride it out until the end. And then uh, when it's over, you paddle back out and try to find another one. Now, I've never surfed in, in my life, but I, I, that's the only analogy I can come up with because uh, when you're when you're doing it, when you're right in the middle of one, you can't explain. I mean, I can't explain it. I just, you know, I just see the ball and basically put it in play. But uh, this is the longest stretch I've ever had in my career, and yet I think I'm smart enough to realize that, it, you know, sooner or later it's going to come to an end. And when it does, the quicker you can regroup and try to get back to where you were, the better off you're going to be. You can't um, honestly go out there and expect to hit the ball like this the whole year. You just you know it's going to end sometime, and when it does, you prepare yourself for it, and you, then you regroup and try to do it again. Well, outside of the, the great talent you have, 
uh, has it helped having a guy like uh, McGriff in terms of maybe seeing better pitches for you because you got you have a guy like that hitting behind you? It's, it's really hard to say. I, I would bet against right-handers, yeah, I'd probably get a little bit better pitches to hit. But um, even though you're getting pitches to hit, you still got to hit them. And last year with Jack Clark and Joe Carter and sometimes Benny Santiago, I felt like I was getting good pitches to hit, but I just didn't have the consistent swing to be able to go out there and put the bat on the ball consistently. And, you know, last year I hit 309, and, and for a lot of people, 309 is going to be, you know, a pretty good season. Uh, with the success I've had over my career, 309, people look at it as if it was a bad year. So um, you take that and, you you know, you kind of put things in perspective for yourself, which is what I did this winter. I um, hit 309, wasn't really satisfied with that, and really worked hard this winter as far as finding a consistent swing. So uh, I changed some things that I've done in the past. I usually hit off pitching machines an awful lot during the winter, and this year I hit live pitching all winter long. And when I came into camp, I I had a solid swing. And I had the kind of swing that I wanted when the season started. So, you know, just because you have it, you have to maintain it. So there's little things that you have to do every day to get yourself in the right frame of mind to go out and play the game. So uh, every day this season, just about every day this season, I've taken batting practice for about three or four minutes and just worked on the swing, and uh, uh, and the results have been good, you know. But I, that's nothing different than what I've done in the past. And, uh, and you know, having guys like McGriff, having guys like Gerald Clark and Benito and, uh, and the different cast of characters that we've had batting behind me this year, I think really doesn't make that much of a difference, difference because the type of hitter that I am, I'm going to see a lot of different pitches anyway. And the key is is to take those different pitches and somehow be able to put your bat on the ball and put the ball in play because, you know, once they get you looking bad on a certain pitch, chances are they're going to stay with it. But if you can put your bat on the ball on all the different variety of pitches you're going to see, then it's going to change every night from at bat to at bat. So you have to prepare yourself for that and hopefully be able to make the adjustments. You mentioned uh, hitting, you know, a bad year for you is 309. Now, that you had a string of, what, three batting titles, and it was broken last year, and it looks like uh, uh, this year you you got to be a favorite by any stretch of the imagination. And what, uh, after you win one, you've won two, you win three, you win four, what, what does it mean to you to win, to win a no, batting title? Not very much, to be honest with you. I think, uh, you know, a lot of people put a lot of stock in that when they talk about me because I've won four, you know, and, and when you win one or two, people tend to think that that's, that's what you're shooting for every year. That's what you want to do. And, you know, the batting title is something that's decided the last day of the season. When it's over, the guy with the highest batting average wins it, and that's it. There isn't any if ands, or, or buts about it. But uh, So at this point of the, of the season, you can't worry about whether you're leading or not. You just go out there and you try to contribute and help your ball club win because at the end, that's when things are going to be decided. And, you know, really, even for the season, they're not going to dictate what kind of season you're having at the midway point. They're going to dictate it by what you do at the end of 162 games. So that's basically the standpoint I take. I can't worry about things going real good for me right now. I have to wait till the end of the season to for people to decide whether or not I have, I'm having a good year. But um, during the course of that season – you like to go about things the way that you normally would. And, and for me, uh, at this point, I feel like I'm putting the bat on the ball. And that's all I want to do. I'm not going out there and trying to hit home runs. I'm not trying to do anything different 
than I've always done. And, you know, what I do best is put the bat on the ball, and that's all I'm going out there trying to do. Would you, you know, when you talk to a guy like yourself, the, the premier hitter in the league, uh, it seems ridiculous to ask you, <laughs> to ask you this, but you're, you're the home run production, I know you're not a home run hitter, and that's you hit for the average, and, uh, of course, you get your share of RBIs. Uh, did you ever think about trying to go for, I, mean, I think the last two years you had four each mm-hmm. season. Uh, do you ever concern yourself with that? I used to. I used to because uh, my goal in the big leagues was to become the most complete player that I could be, and I was hoping I could add a home runs and RBIs to that by with, without messing up what I consider is the best swing for me. And, I mean, I try to hold a bunch of different things, try changing my bat, my stance, trying to get stronger, trying to do all those different things. And sooner or later you get to the point where you ask yourself this question, am I doing what I can, am I doing the best that I can do for my ball club? And you look at our ball club, sure, we could use a couple other guys in there who could hit the ball out of the ballpark, but uh, what I do best is just put the bat on the ball, not necessarily hit it out of the ballpark, but, just put the bat on the ball. I get on base. You know, I've got an average getting on base about 250 times a year just doing what I do. And with a guy like McGriff and guys like Benito and uh, Gerald Clark hitting behind you, you're giving them an opportunity to drive in runs. And from my perspective and also from the Padres' perspective, they feel like that's the best thing for me to do. Uh, at some point, sure, I'd like to go out there and hit 20 home runs, 25 home runs, but uh, I think what I do right now is best for my ball club, and people in charge feel the same way. And uh, so that's all I concentrate on doing because uh, uh, the bottom line here is winning. It's not about putting great individual numbers on the board. It's about winning, and whatever you can do to help your ball club win, that's what you should be out there trying to do. Finally, Tony, we talked about the hitting, and uh, your name is certainly at the top of the list, but uh I guess four out of five years you were a gold glove winner. So you mentioned complete player. Uh, you can do it out in the field. So I, obviously that has a great significance to you too. Yeah, to me it has more significance than the hitting aspect because when I came into this league, uh, people generally thought I could swing the bat, but <laughs> defensively they didn't think I'd be. Uh, doing, I didn't think I'd turn out to be as good as I've been. You know, I've really had to work hard hey, at uh, every aspect of the game of baseball, but uh, especially on the defensive end. Right, and, and what I've tried to do is uh, not try to improve my defici- deficiencies, but improve on the areas which I was strong. Uh, I felt like going back on a ball was pretty strong, charging a ball was pretty strong, and use, trying to improve those areas would help me in other areas that I didn't that I wasn't real good at and mainly was throwing. I don't really have the kind of strength and arm in my arm that a lot of other right fielders in the league have, but what I try to do is charge the ball quick and get rid of it and be accurate, and then basically it kind of writes off the, the, writes off the fact that you don't have a strong arm. So um, to win four gold gloves, I mean, to me, is the biggest accomplishment in the big leagues as far as I'm concerned. Um, swinging a bat, for some reason, I've just always been able to do that. And but the other areas of the game, I feel like I've had to work really hard to try to improve on. And you know, as the more years you play, it seems like the better I get. And defensively, there's still a lot of room for improvement. But you know, I work hard on it every day, and I try to go out there and make the the normal routine plays. And every once in a while, come up with one, you know, out of the blue and 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 make a play. But um, 
consistency is the name of the game here. Uh, you're going to be an everyday player, uh, especially a guy like me who's not going to hit a lot of home runs. And as far as swinging a bat, you better be pretty consistent with putting a ball in play. Defensively, you better be able to go out there and make the everyday, the every routine play that you can make, and every now and then come up with a great play. But um, you better be pretty consistent in those areas because as soon as you don't, as soon as you're not, then they're going to start looking for somebody else. Finally, Tony, I said finally the second time. I apologize. Uh, if you could put it into into a, a, a short uh, few sentences, or is it in a word? What what makes you? Because you look at the the all. Uh, what makes you a great hitter? And you are a great hitter. You look at the stats. Uh, everything that you accomplish, it's amazing. You're in like in ten out of the top uh, uh, fifteen categories. Uh, you know, there's many other great ball players, but really, it's it's coming up more and more. There's only one Tony Gwynn. What is it about you? How do you do this? Because it's almost to me a guy that that liked to play that, but didn't have the ability. It's you're almost annoying to me when I look at at these things. I think, how does this guy do it? Well, I think uh, you know we talked about for consistency is one thing. When uh, you go up to the plate, like when I go up to the plate, I want to have the same swing. Every time I swing the bat, I want to have the same swing. I don't care if it's against a left-hander or a right-hander, a hard thrower or a soft thrower. I want the same swing every time. And uh, when I keep, when I have the same swing, then I don't have much trouble. Uh, I don't have a lot of trouble hitting left-handed pitching. I don't have a lot of trouble putting a ball in play. And you look at the stats this year, the one thing that I'm proudest about, out of 220-something at-bats, eight, eight strikeouts. So I, I put the bat on the ball, and that's that's my goal. And I realize what type of hitter I am, and I don't try to do anything different. I try to do what I'm capable of doing, and that's to use the whole field, let the ball dictate what I do at the plate, and put the bat on the ball. And as long as I keep everything in that perspective, I'll be fine, I think, because I'm not um, – I think home run hitters tend to, you know, try to make things happen. You know, instead of taking what they give you, they try to make something happen, and and that's why you have usually you have the disparity. And you know, a guy might be hitting 240, but have 15 homers and and 70 ribbies or whatever. Where I'm generally going to be right around 300, and I'm generally going to have right around 200 hits at the end of a season because I go up there and I know what I'm capable of doing, and I try to stick within that. And if I can do that, I feel like I'm going to be successful. Well, you have been, and we appreciate you taking the time, Tony, and you. You really are. You're the best, and I appreciate you taking the time. Best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you very much. The hit king, Tony Gwynn. You know, I've been looking for that wave for a long time, but I've been getting caught up in the undertow. The man was a hitting machine with a huge heart. Election day is fast approaching like a Nolan Ryan fastball. Please get out there and vote. Until the bell rings, keep your hands up, your chin down. Shoot the jab, and don't make me look for you. 2-2 pitch to Tony Gwynn, hit down the line in right field for extra bases.